Well, Ann, thanks for having me and inviting me to uh, speak with you guys today. Uh, I was asked to come and speak on something that I wish somebody would have told me uh, whenever I was your age. And fortunately, unfortunately, I didn't have a lot of uh, scriptural principles by which to live my life, especially as it relates to work. So that's what I, talk, what, I, what I want to talk with you guys about today, our scriptural principles for work. Let's pray, and then we'll get started. <clears throat> Lord, we are so thankful that your mercies are new every day. You're good to us. The very breath in our lungs is from your grace. God, you've put these young people here to grow in wisdom, to receive an education, and I pray that you would bless them as they do work with their hearts to learn more about how the world works and how to walk circumspectly in it. God, I pray that these words of Scripture would be etched in their minds and on their hearts so that in whatever they do, they would be able to bring you glory and that they would be able to serve you and that they would love you and love their neighbors and do that with a heart of gratitude. Lord, we thank you for all that you do for your goodness and your wisdom and who you are. Pray that this morning you would bless our time so that we would understand how we can be good workers for you. It's in Christ's name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, <clears throat> so raise your hand if, if, you, if you guys, this applies to you. But do any of you have a job already? Either at home or outside the home? Let's see some hands going up. So what are you doing here? I work at Chick-fil-A. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So service industry. Okay. I work at Chick-fil-A. Okay. So does anybody not work at Chick-fil-A? No. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yes. I do babysitting and tutoring. Babysitting, babysitting and tutoring. Okay. Very good. Well, just question rhetorically to think about. How do you know if you're doing a good job <coughs> at work? How would you know that? What is the standard by which you measure whether you're doing a good job or not? because you get praises from someone, right? How do we know that? That's what we need to think through. Um, so that relates to principles for work. Well, the first principle I'm going to look at today is going to come from 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31, which says this. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. If there was ever a guiding principle, not only for work, but for life, it would be this verse. It tells us how we should do what we do. How should we do it? What did it say? To the, to the glory of God, right? To the glory of God is how we should work. <clears throat> well, God, uh, it says in the Bible that we ought not to lie. So <laughs> this sounds pretty straightforward. If you're being honest... In your work, you can glorify God. Being dishonest, you would not be glorifying God. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 6. <clears throat> and it deals with speaking honestly. Uh, in verses 16 through 19, it says this. There are six things that the Lord hates, Seven that are an abomination to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, there's dishonesty, hands that shed innocent blood, <clears throat> a heart that devises wicked plans, 
feet that make haste to run to evil, and a false witness who breeds out lies. So out of seven things that God hates, how many dealt with dishonesty there? Two, right? Good at math, two things. But that shows you the emphasis on dishonesty. So when we're honest, we can glorify God rather than being dishonest. This is basic stuff, right? Christianity 101. Well, let's think about it practically, though. What happens, let's say, maybe at work, a new boss comes in or a new manager. They say, you know what? Today, I'm going to take everybody out to lunch. We're going to take a break. I want you guys to come with me. This probably obviously wouldn't happen at Chick-fil-A, but maybe somewhere else. They take the whole team out, and you sit down, and this boss starts ridiculing Christians and mocking them. He says, golly, I can't believe Christians are so dumb. What a, what about a silly group of people. They don't understand anything. They're just ignorant. Maybe the rest of the coworkers are joining in, and they're mocking God, really mocking you also. And then they realize that you're not joining in. You're not chiming in, mocking God with them. You're just kind of quiet. You can kind of feel that. Now everybody's gaze is looking right at you. And the new boss says, come on, man. You're, you're not a Christian, are you? Can't stand to work with Christians. What do you do? What principles are you going to live by? Are you going to answer honestly or dishonestly? What if you've worked hard for years to rise in pay and rank and status, and now your whole job might be on the line because of your faith? This is where your principles are going to guide your reactions. And you must answer honestly. You must answer them. And you must tell them. Right? To be a witness for, for, to be a witness for Christ. Your whole livelihood might be at stake, but don't let those doubts scare you. It's not the new boss who's in charge of your welfare. Who is? Who's in charge of your welfare? Raise your hand. Yeah. God is, ultimately. Is God sovereign over that situation? Perhaps God put you there for that very purpose to be a witness to those around you. In Matthew 10, verse 29, Jesus says that two sparrows are sold for a cent, and yet not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father. So do not fear. You're more valuable than many sparrows. The one who feeds the birds and clothes the lilies of the field, he'll also do more to you. Even if you lose your job over that, he'll provide something else for you, right? So trust in God and keep that principle of being honest to bring glory to God. You guys tracking? Cool. All right. Let's look at a second principle for work. Um, let's look here at Colossians chapter 3, which says this. Um, let's look at verse 23. It says this. Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. So again, wherever you find yourself working, our second principle tells us how or the methodology of how we should work. So when Miss Ann, perhaps even here at school, you're working hard in your schoolwork, are you working just to keep Miss Ann happy? No. Why should we be working according to Colossians 3.23? For the glory of God. Yeah, for the, glory of, for the glory of God, and then secondly, in what way? When Miss Ann asked me to uh, come here and do something, 
Am I going to be sluggish about it and drag my feet? Maybe reluctant to do it the first time? I have to be told repeatedly to do something? Is that heartily for the Lord? No, right? These are basic things, but we're all sinners. And we're guilty of these kinds of things, right? Day in and day out. So our prayer ought to be that by God's grace, He would help us to work heartily for the Lord and not for men, not for Miss Ann or for me or anyone else. If some work has been assigned to you, um, Chick-fil-A, babysitting, or whatever else you guys are doing or will do one day, know that God is sovereign. And in His providence, if some work or a task has been assigned to you, how did that come about? Random? Yeah. Through God's will? Yeah, through God's will, through His decrees. He allowed those circumstances to take place. He put you there, like Esther, for such a time as this. So work in such a way that honors God and glorifies God. All right? Okay, our third principle is going to be this. So what happens if we've applied these first two principles well, that we're working for God's glory, we're working heartily? What do you think is going to happen to you? How, is, how are you going to look in work compared to someone else that might be doing the same thing who's not following those principles? Would there be a difference? Yeah, you stand out, and you look different. And guess what's going to happen? You might get some praises. You're going to experience some success. Look at Psalm 1. What is the first word it starts with? Many of you might have this memorized. Psalm 1, verse 1 says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. Later in verse 3, it says, In all that he does, he prospers. God blesses the obedience of his people. Of course, no one can perfectly do that. Only Christ Jesus lived a perfect and righteous life that we could never live. But as we seek with our whole heart to glorify God and work for God, he's going to bless that and we're going to find success. But that's not the third principle. The third principle is going to be what we do in response to success. Let me show you a danger of success from Deuteronomy chapter 8. Uh, verses 11 through 17 say this. Take care, lest you forget the Lord your God, by not keeping His commandments and His rules and His statutes, which I command you today. Lest when you have eaten and you're full, You've built good houses and you live in them. When your herds and your flocks multiply and your silver and your gold is multiplied and all that you have is multiplied, then your heart will be lifted up. That's pride. The danger of success from walking obediently and God blessing you is that we start looking inwards and say, man, I'm the smartest kid in the class. I'm the best at fill in the blank. I'm the best worker. We're so prone to pride. It's a danger. It's a principle to be aware of that we should not be prideful, but instead we should do this. That we should not forget the Lord your God, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery, who led you through the great and terrifying wilderness with its fiery serpents. And by verse 17 it says, Beware lest you say in your heart, My power and the might of my hand have gotten me this wealth. No, don't do that. 
Verse 18 says, You shall remember the Lord your God, for it is He who gives you power to get wealth, that He may confirm His covenant that He swore to your fathers as it is to this day. So, when you follow scriptural principles for work, you're working for God's glory, you're working heartily. Like Psalm 1 says, God is pleased to bless His people like a good father does. And how should we respond? Raise your hand if you know. Only two people know. Three people. Anyone else know? Pridefully? Yeah. Humbly. Humbly, right? And who gets the glory? Who gets the praise? God. God alone. So that's our response. So, three scriptural principles. Let's review. One, glorify God in whatever you do. 1 Corinthians 10.31 Secondly, work heartily as if you're working for God and not for men. Colossians 3.23 And lastly, a good reminder from Deuteronomy 8 is that whenever we experience success, our wealth multiplies, maybe build good houses, whatever the case may be, give glory to God. Don't be puffed up and prideful. But be humble and return that praise right back to God. And it creates a cycle. And you know what you do? You're joyful now. And because you're joyful, you keep following those principles, and God is pleased to keep blessing you. Now, it's not some prosperity thing that uh, everything's always going to go well with you. We know that uh, in Philippians 1.29, it says it's been granted to you not only to believe in Christ, but also to suffer for His sake. So you will have hardships and trials. But trust in God no matter what you do. And follow those scriptural principles, and may God bless you all. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word that is sufficient for both salvation and sanctification, that by it we would be edified and built up in the knowledge of Christ. Thank you for these principles, Lord, that are practical, that we can use in whatever we do. Lord, help us by your grace to walk in them. And when we do not, let us confess our sins to you and quickly return. Seek your face. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Thank you. Did <laughs> You're fine. You're okay. Fine. All right. Are there any questions or anything? Sorry. Mr. Mills? No. Pretty basic ones, but good reminders. Work for the Lord. So what kind of work do you do? Yeah, so um, we I operate an a online curriculum, a theology curriculum. Um, so I teach um, essentially a digital systematic theology. So all the doctrines of, of God, angelology, Christology, soteriology, homartiology. I take those and uh, I try to break down these big seminary level concepts for younger learners, uh, kids really even with catechism ages three and up, with the other subjects ages seven and up. So yeah, study theology for a living and I love to study the Bible and tell others about what I find and uh, I really enjoy the languages. So I like to study Greek and uh, working on starting up Hebrew. So that's that's what I do with my spare time. <laughs> and you're also in school, correct? Yeah, I am in seminary right now. So I go to uh, Southwestern Baptist uh, Theological Seminary. So studying there, that's where I'm studying the languages presently. Um, yeah, and am I mean in the spare time? I like to hang out with my family, um, and do things like this, talk with you guys, and um, yeah, that's it. Sure. Well, thank you guys for having me, and really, really enjoyed the time today. Hope you guys have a great day. Yeah. Good to meet you all. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. <coughs>